This is the Culture Classroom Podcast with JT and Coach Wee. Thanks for joining us as we talk about music at practice and what that looks like in your program and maybe what it looked like when Bear Bryant was coaching of what you would go through on a daily basis at practice. JT, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing, Coach Weave? Things are good here in Iowa, just real cold. Yeah, same here. You know, we had like a snowmageddon scare, and schools were closing. Things were being shut down. Bread was flying off the grocery store list. Um, I mean, you name it, water flying out of the grocery stores, people going nuts, and no snow. <laughs> so. Yeah, we have no wrestling practice tonight because the wind chill temperature is down to about 40 below. Schools all over the area are canceling tomorrow because we're down to it's expected to be about 50 below uh, wind chill. I walk to school every day. I'm a no coat guy. Uh, everyone in my house has had influenza A, but I feel like that's part of living a healthy lifestyle. Wait, you're a no coat guy, so are you an O line coach? I'm, are you an O line coach? I, I Wait, used, I thought you were a running back coach. I used to be. <laughs> I used to be. You know, I'm like that Northwestern uh, strength and conditioning coach. You know, bringing the juice. I wish I had those kind of guns. But, oh man. Uh, uh, I live life. <laughs> yeah, you said it's negative 50 probably. Well, it's a nice 37 here with uh, some fresh snow on the ground. But anyway, we're out of school, or the schools are out. Uh, MRA did not close today, but my son's daycare did, so that's why I'm chilling at home. Man, I can't help but think about music and how it impacts our lives so much. And that's our topic for today is how music influences us at practice, our everyday life. But uh, thinking back and, you know, there's a book called The Junction Boys or the movie Junction Boys. And, and think about Bear Bryant's football practice. If there was, well, it's not if, but there's no music. The, the things that run through my head to hear are probably cleats on the ground, whistle blowing, and coaches yelling. And that, to me, uh, wow. I, that's the only dialogue you get? Uh-oh. Yeah, I think the, the two parts to that, then, in addition to that, what you're left with to motivate yourself is either your own dialogue that you have running through your head, which, unless you're a mentally strong athlete, and most of our kids in high school are not mentally strong, um, or your own breathing, that's what you're left with to motivate you through practice. Yeah, uh, I think about today's athlete. I don't know about your, which y'all do at school, but kids have, what are they called, iPods in their ears 24-7 it seems like. So either A, they're listening to music, or B, they're they're having conversations with people from wherever, I don't know, but it always seems that music kind of makes the world go round. Do y'all have music at practice? We do. I'm actually the music guy. It's my initiative that I pushed a few years ago. Um, I'm the one who carries, we got a big, heavy speaker. I'm the one who carries that down to the practice field. I carry that down to the game field. We, sometimes we start on the practice field and we head down to the game field for team. I'm the one that lugs that big old speaker. I got it cranking at 530 in the morning for our six o'clock practices on Wednesday because I want those good vibes flowing. Um, and then, you know, I think music's a part of every culture. 
every culture in the world has some kind of music. If you're a Pacific Islander, it's the, the war drum, you know? There are lots of accounts of that of the Great Plains, too, with the Native Americans. And uh, as white pioneers were coming across the plains, they could hear the, the drums of the Native Americans. Um, so for thousands of years, people have relied on music to help boost spirits and bring people together and build community and tradition. So why is practice any different? Music is so involved in my life. I uh, love music. It's in my classroom playing uh, lightly, uh, we, we pick days where I'm like, all right, it's student pick y'all pick the music. Um, and I told the kids, I said, the reason why I like music is, is JT. It's, it's pretty much the soundtrack of your life. It takes you back to, you know, maybe 1985 or 1989 or 1997 or like Prince party. Like it's 1999. When I hear that song, I was like, I graduated that year. So I'm, I'm dating myself right? a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because I try to bring music into every part of my life. I'm not a huge music guy. Uh, I like a constant message. I'm big on audiobooks. I'm big on podcasts. I like the spoken word. But yeah. when it when we do the Fourth of July, we got a big get together at our family cabin in North Central Nebraska, and we have a. I think we spend a thousand dollars every year on a fireworks show, and it's people up and down the river where our cabin is. I mean, they come and they they mark off the day when we're doing our fireworks because it's a kind of become the spectacle. But I've also got a playlist that I put together for that. That's patriotic music. That's 4th of July theme. You know, when, uh, so, so again, it's about controlling a message and it just enhances an experience. And I don't think everybody likes or gets my playlist. That's fine. I'll put the small speaker that I have at the cabin right next to me and I'll sit and I'll chill out and it'll make my life better. That's right. Well, you talked about you're the music guy. I'm also the music guy. So we, uh, we have a clock that goes off and it's a beeper timer. So it'll, it'll beep and say period four or beep period five over the loudspeaker. Well, then we introduce music. So we're a tempo offense and we coach on the fly. So our practice is typically an hour 45 to two hours max. So we are flying around and music drives us. And one thing we're going to do this year is compartmentalize the music and it's going to take some time we're going to compartmentalize the music to hammer down periods versus teach time versus individual time versus group and it's all going to have its own set now it's going to take some some uh, legwork in the beginning but i think that's going to help us in practice but i'll tell you what when there's a song that comes on and our kids love at practice the juice levels go up it's just like when you hear a, a song that gets you motivated when you're driving, you're probably typically going to drive a lot faster. And then you're like, wait, you're looking down, you're driving 85. And you're like, how'd that happen? It's probably the music that drives you. So I think music drives everything you do, whether it's the light classical music that you use to study, whether it's uh, a music uh, video or a mu I don't even know if they have music videos anymore. I don't even know. Uh, no, but, as, as you're talking about driving though, I mean, I think it's awesome. Like, no one drives 55 when they're listening to Sammy Hagar. No, not me. It's impossible. So, I, um, I know people don't like you know, the big joke about Nickelback, but there was a song, and I was in my buddy's uh, BMW 325i, driving on Highway 61, going to a, a, a camp. And he's like, look, just take my car and let's go. And 
a song by Nickelback came on and I looked down and I was driving like 95. I was like, holy cow. Let me, let me slow down. And, it, and all it was was that, that song. He goes, what's going on? Why are you driving fast? And I said, man, it must be the music or something. I, I don't know. I like this song. So uh, kind of a crazy yeah. thing. But you know, I'm a big rap guy, so you're exactly right. Like I'll be, I, I got a lead foot from time to time also. And uh, uh, I'll be listening to music, and I'm big fan of rap, especially West Coast rap, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Tupac. You know, that's just our era. That's our generation, I feel like. That's right. But I don't know whoever started putting the police sirens in the background, <laughs> but that's the worst thing because, like, as that stuff comes on, I got to constantly be checking my rearview mirror, make sure I'm uh, being a law-abiding citizen. Right. Um, so let's talk about high school and colleges and how they're starting to implement music at their practice. So in the classroom today, joining us is wide receivers coach Derek Sherman from Samford. And he's going to share with coach Weaver, all the things that they do within their program to pump music out at practice. Uh, welcome to the show coach. Appreciate you coach, man. Glad to be here. And, uh, shoot. Thanks for letting me on. Absolutely. Uh, we kind of had a, a snowmageddon, uh, false alarm, didn't we? <laughs> hey, that's big time, man. We'll take it. Absolutely, Get good work done. That's right. I know y'all are um, closing in on on signing day. Uh, I think it's a week and a day away for y'all on February sixth. Um, so, not having a snow day, I'd let y'all go back out there and uh, finish up some some recruits on the last minute. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> so, well, here's. Today's topic that JT and I are going to be talking about deals all about music at practice and how music influences us. Um, you can probably think back to you hear a song and it brings back uh, memories of maybe your childhood or when you played ball or whatever. You know, and I tell people all the time, I said, all music is is a soundtrack of your life. Let me ask you this. At Samford, I'm, I'm guessing with you being a tempo offense and you coach the wide receivers, um, it's a fun bunch to coach obviously since y'all throw the ball around so much. Um, do y'all have music at practice? And if so, how does how does that look like inside of y'all's practice? Uh, yes, we certainly have uh, music at practice. Um, and it's, it's played. We practice in our stadium, and it's, it's played through our loudspeaker. And um, it's cranked up about probably 20 minutes before we go out there, and it uh, stays on um, continuously uh, throughout the uh, duration of practice. Well, how, how do y'all come up with a playlist? Is this, is it tempo oriented? Uh, like what kind of music is played? Uh, stuff like that at your practice. I know maybe for a, a teaching time versus maybe a tempo offensive practice uh, in the in the practice schedule. What does that look like with music at practice for y'all? Oh, well, we use all different ranges of, of genres um, of music. Um but most of it is, is it tends to be upbeat. Um, so we, we, we like the, we use the music to kind of create our vibe of, uh, you know, everything now is, is about, you know, bringing energy. Um, just like, it, like if you was at a, uh, a, a party or a barbecue or, or anything like that, you use music, uh, to kind of create the vibe and, and, and bring energy and, um, it's the same with us. Um, now coach Hatcher and our, our air rate style, it's a, it's a real big, we're really big on routine. So, um, 
We'll have a Monday playlist, which is our routine one. We'll have a routine two, three, four, five uh, kind of playlist, which um, we use kind of the same music, um, and uh, we just we just keep it rolling. Now, um, as far as who's responsible for coming up with it, um, our video coordinator uh, takes the brunt of it. Um, but again, he's always open to suggestions and. Um, our players, uh, obviously, you know, they have a bunch of suggestions and uh, we tend to listen to them from time to time. Right. That's, I think that gives back to player ownership um, with them hearing the music and keeping up with whatever uh, style of music they're listening to now. Uh, you got to keep up with, I guess, with the 21st century athlete. Do you enjoy the music at practice, being an offensive yeah, guy? Certainly. Uh, certainly it. it if nothing else, um, it, it it gives us uh, something to talk about, something something to bring some energy. You know, uh, we're always dancing, having fun, and 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 that's the the main thing of it is. Um, yeah, we're out there to get some some real 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 work done. Um, but uh, the more we can have fun while doing it, um, it, it gives us that positive vibe to where uh, we don't even know how hard we're working. Right. Kind of the I, same I thing when you pop the headphones in and hop on a treadmill. So. Right. Well, think about before when you played and you didn't have music. Can you imagine not having music at practice? Uh, uh, I could not. Um, but I, I remember uh, we did the stretch lines and all of that. And we might not have uh, had music on the loudspeaker, but we had somebody rapping or, or giving some type of lyric and, uh, we just kind of had to create our own juice. So yeah. I, I wouldn't want to go back to those days. Though. Right. So you being a wide receiver coach, offensive guy that creates a lot of tempo and the, the dance parties that probably break out at practice, just like the dance that uh, happened at probably a lot of colleges and their offensive practice. How about a defensive coach? So what about your defensive back coach, defensive coordinator? What's their take on the music? It, it goes back and forth of, um, you know, how much uh, help is it and how much of a distraction, um, believe it or not, we use um, music also as a distraction. Um, we want them to be able to listen to uh, the music that they love, that they're going to dance to and all of that. But we also play the music that they might not like um, and, and use it as somewhat of a distraction um, so that uh, they can either one, uh, create their own juice, change their uh, minimum, momentum, or block out everything on the outside. So, um, with on both sides, offense and defense, um, both guys, both sides have the times where they where they really enjoy it, and then uh, we all have our times where we have to block it out and and pretty much overcome uh, any outside distraction. That's right. Kind of like simulating crowd noise when somebody's yelling at you, or just uh, uh, you know. <laughs> I was reading an article, Coach, that they used to play white noise, like used to pump in white noise into uh, Beaver Stadium at Penn State. And I can't imagine just hearing white noise for an hour and 45 minutes to simulate yep. crowd. I, I, I got to have some kind of beat, some kind of jam going. Oh, um, no doubt. Well, we went down to uh, – we played at uh, Florida State this past season, and uh, for five days straight, all you heard was the – the, the the chop chant and uh, for for an hour and thirty minutes of 
all of practice as loud as possible. That's all you heard. So we, we were just kind of preparing ourselves and, um, uh, it, it, it's a, it's a huge distraction, but you, you learn to overcome it. Yeah. I got to ask you, what's your favorite tune that's over the loudspeaker? Um, favorite tune, um, is, it's, it varies. It, it, it doesn't matter to me. As long as it's upbeat and it, it gives you a chance to jump around and, and have some fun, it doesn't matter to me. Well, let me ask you this. As we finish up, Coach, thank you for your time. I know it's been busy with uh, recruiting, finishing up, and uh, I know your time's valuable. So, uh, What's some advice to coaches, maybe at the high school level or even at the collegiate level, that they don't take that interest in the music? They say, well, I'm more of an old-school coach. I want to do it this way. I really don't think music is advantageous. What's some advice you would give to a coach on maybe starting music at practice, even if it's just pre-practice? Um, well, uh, our, our, co our head coach, Chris Hatcher, he always goes with the saying, that, uh, uh, when's the last time you've done something for the first time? Um, so he, he never uh, – he would never – not try anything once. Um, so for those guys who are, are kind of hard set on not, no music at practice, I would, I would offer the suggestion, just try it once, try it once and, uh, see the vibe, see if you have a, a more upbeat, uh, energetic practice. And, um, one of the big keys I would say, uh, would be give players, uh, a chance to kind of, give their type of music that they want to play. Um, and uh, like you said in the beginning, it gives them some type of ownership. And, um, you know, it, it's kind of a, a favor for a favor. You give them the favor of having some music and they'll return the favor by playing hard so, or, or, or having more energy or creating more juice. So. Absolutely. And as we like to say, the, the most excited team wins. So oh, however you can. I'll agree with that. Uh, that excitement. Yeah, we, we can tell a lot by we'll go and watch some college games and we'll, um, even with our team uh, on Friday nights, and it's just a high school team, and we go and travel. I think you can tell the level of excitement of the of the program by the amount of, uh, or the type of music, I should say, that's in their pregame music. Exactly right. And at, at the end of the day, yeah, we, we, we love our, our music from the, the early nineties or early two thousands, but at the end of the day, um, it's what's going to get our guys juiced up. The guys that are going to be out there playing. So, uh, we tend to kind of, <clears throat> uh, kind of give them the, more of the say so than not. That's when it right. Comes to that. That's right. Well, coach, thank you so much for your time, um, today visiting us in the classroom and talking about how music impacts the Bulldogs at Samford university. And, uh, Coach, best of luck with recruiting season, and best of luck as y'all start the journey in 2019. Yes, Coach. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. That was wide receiver coach Derek Sherman from Samford University inside the classroom today. Now we'll turn it back to JT and Coach Weave. There are so many schools, and I think it goes with tempo and the music. And, you know, I, I think of – I guess Mark Hutspeth, when he was at Louisiana Lafayette, you can think Mississippi State, when we went to their practice, they have music blaring. And you can't even probably hear the person next to you. Uh, so it definitely has its advantages. 
But I think for defensive coaches, there's so many teachable moments with a secondary uh, busting a coverage or linebacker not filling a gap that that could pose some problems. But again, if you film practice, you can coach on the fly, you can listen to music, you can have fun at practice, you can enjoy. I mean, you think about it, you can have dance parties at practice on a water break with a song that comes on. So there, there's so For many sure. options. You know, I think the other thing that you bring up is that's important to know is that music isn't, it can just be filler. I think that's how it's used across, uh, across programs today. It's filler, just something to bring energy, whatever. But it can also be a key part of building your culture and reinforcing your core values. Uh, and I think that's what you're trying to do at MRA next year with theming periods and making sure the music, you know, fits the energy level that's appropriate for the athlete. When we first started doing music here in Denison, and I'm the music guy, it was just, hey, hook up your phone to the aux cord and, and push play. And that has changed. We've also gone through the evolution of players putting playlists together, but I don't like that for a couple of reasons. One, their ideals don't necessarily line up with the message I want to send to my team for that period. The other thing is, is that they don't listen to unfiltered. They don't filter their music. It's unfiltered. There's a lot of swear words. It's got terrible messages about women and sexuality. And I'm just not into that. I value my job. I always tell our kids, I'm not going to lose my job because of your playlist. Right. Here's how we do this, JT. When, when they want to suggest something, I said, give me the instrumental. They're like, well, that's no fun. I was like, you don't know what the words are anyway. So just give right? me the instrumental and we can play it. So that's our combat to that uh, with our guys. I think I think the other thing that I found in um, doing that also was it's hard to find music that everybody is going to like. A hundred people plus gathered on a practice field. Not everyone's going to like rap. Not everyone's going to like country. Not everyone's going to like the rock mix that you put together. And so you can try to like fit all the songs and get the best playlist that's going to appease everybody. But I think that's really hard. Whereas if you have a theme and can build a playlist around a theme, I think then it's just part of the message. And then, Hey, this is just what we do at football. And so what I do is a lot of times during the summer, I will sit down and I'll put together my toughness Tuesday playlist. And it's going to be a lot of ACDC. It's going to be Metallica. It's your classic rock. It's, it's a tough playlist. You know, when we talk about Uncommon Wednesday, which is our theme for Wednesday, and sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes uh, we just have things that are uncommon happen on Wednesday. That's our professional development day here in our district. I'll play an uncommon playlist that has songs about being a champion. You know, Nelly is the champ, or Carrie Underwood's champion, or Standing in the Hall of Fame by Fat Joe. Um, that's, I think that's made a difference. I've had a lot of our athletes and our coaches say coach Tory, the music was so enjoyable today. Even those defensive coaches that you talk about it, cause we have them too in our program uh, that want to pull the plug, pull the plug and cut the cord and uh, never hear that speaker again. So I think that's really important. The more purposeful you are with it, the more it can affirm the message that you want to send. Right. So our music is pretty loud cause we practice after school, but Thursday morning we'll go and we'll go from six, 25 to about 745, roughly 740, 745. And our running backs coach will hook up our pregame playlist. Now, we can't play it super loud, but it is our pregame mix for the next day. 
and that gets our guys hyped. They they kind of know what what group comes out, at what music comes out, uh, it's playing. But our guys love it. But we can't play it that loud. It's early in the morning. Uh, we'll wake up the neighborhood, and uh, we can't have that happening. We actually had that happen to us last year. Uh, a guy that no one really knows on our coaching staff or on our team came up. It was 5.30 in the morning. I got I run on the track before our morning practices, me personally. So I like to get the music going about an hour early before we start practice as I get my track workout on. And a guy actually came up when we were in the middle of our team period toward the end of practice and unplugged the cord and walked away. <laughs> and we no, none of us knew who it was. Like our AD was the one who saw it. We sent like a, uh, an apology and um, probably had the juice going a little bit too much that day. But it, it makes a difference. I think the other thing is, is that there, the common thing after Bill Walsh is for teams to start scripting plays. We script the first 10 plays, and then we try to get a couple series after that, or we mix those 10 plays into everything we do throughout the game, depending right. on what we're seeing the other team and how they adjust to it. So warming up the night before or the practice before with a pregame playlist, it just it's the same thing as scripting plays. Right. So have you? I'm going back to your the playlist that you make. So we tried country, and it didn't work. It didn't work. I was I looked at Coach Davis. I was like, I, I'm going to change this. He goes, What? I was like, This this ain't happening. So <laughs> it has to be some new age country, not the old school country, uh, because we are tempo. That slowed us down. But I'm gonna try stuff. Uh, just talking off that. I mean, you're what you have for toughness Tuesday. I might try like a throwback Thursday for a Thursday morning or something, or a remix Wednesday. Um, oh, playing old yeah. Run DMC, I, I think, Sir Mix a lot, sort of Throwback Thursday or whatever. Um, this is how we do it, Montel Jordan. Oh, I mean, takes me right back to high like, school. <laughs> that was the name of our yearbook. My yearbook in high school was "This is how we do it." Wow. <laughs> you know, I, and and then it's hard when those classics come on. It's hard not to start dancing. It's it's hard not to feel the vibe. Well, I'll tell you this: we. Uh, we were taking a water break and there was an instrumental that came on and our wide receivers were talking about uh, like songs and what they want to hear. And one of them came up with the rap and I had to take up the couches. So we sweep the shed uh, is one of our mottos and the locker room just wasn't very clean uh, after two days straight. And I said, look, I'm gonna give you one more day to get it straight or I'm going to take the couches out. And uh, I did. And at practice that next day, uh, the music starts going, and our, our wide receiver, uh, Justin Williams, breaks out a rap and goes, you better clean out your locker room or we're, we're going to take the couches out or something like that. And I was like, what? So he's creating a rap off of our culture, off the music that's going on, and I recorded it, and uh, I played it in a team meeting, and I was like, look, not only can we catch footballs, but we're pretty good at rapping, too. So uh, it, it's, it creates a fun environment for us. It, it it lightens the mood. And I think it, it's special. It's something that you do with the community. Uh, and as we're talking here, I'm getting an email from our superintendent saying we're closed. It's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be real cold. You know, we talked about that right away on the podcast. You ought to play and that music celebration. Me, you ought to play that song celebration. <laughs> well, right, right. And I mean, we'll be playing that. And then we'll be playing a song about regret here in May. Yeah, uh, we have to make up that day. But it reminds me of, I'm going to pay attention tonight to one of my 
guys I used to coach football with, I coached with him for about five years, taught with him. He's an exceptional leader. He's now a superintendent at a small school here in Iowa, just down the road. And they call him the singing superintendent. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I am. He puts on the shades and all that stuff. I see him all the time on Twitter. He did. Yes. So he's starting to go viral over millions of views on his uh, YouTube. But whenever they close school, the singing superintendent comes on, does a remake, just like you're talking about the kid. And we get the generic call. You know, it could be, hey, Dennis and Community Schools will be closed tomorrow. I, I just got that email from my superintendent. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what a moment to get a call from the singing superintendent and you get it before everybody else does, before it goes viral. And, and it's just, it's his caring trademark. John Gordon talks about a caring trademark. What separates you from other people? He's taken an opportunity. I'm sure he invests lots of time and energy into making that happen when it's much easier to send an email or, or a phone call. But right. that's a moment that he's creating. Right. I, I think I remember the one he did off of 50 Cent. Hey, students, it's a snow day. And I think, you know, that's, that sticks in your mind. The kids love it, and it creates excitement for those kids. And uh, you're talking about a super t- superintendent of a of school system who understands the yeah. importance of music and the um, the way he, he connects with people. Just like music connects with us today, whether it's the 60s, 70s, 80s, or even new age rock today. To even he's making a remix of a song the kids probably know the beat to, and he's putting his own spin, and the kids listen to it and they're intrigued by it. Yeah, so shout out to Brent Hazing in Missouri Valley Schools. Keep doing what you do. I love the juice you bring and love the energy, and so happy for him that it's able to pay off. You know, uh, the last one that he did was um, Bruno Mars's song. You know. And, and he changed the lyrics to say, maybe play some Fortnite since they aren't having school. Uh, <laughs> and again, it's about connecting with people on a very real level at the, wherever they are in their academic journey or wherever they are in their development as a person. I, I want to share this real quick with you, Coach Weave, is that I know we have mixed emotions here in Denison with our team with music at practice, no music at practice. And I actually put a poll out on Twitter And I had 45 kids respond. So it's a little over half our team. And some of the comments that they had, and and the the simple poll was, it was one question, music at practice or not? And 100% of the 45 that responded said that they love it. And other people went the extra mile and they commented on it. Here's some of the comments from our athletes today that commented on that Uh, if they enjoy music at practice or not. One person commented, it brings some extra juice. Other people piled on and they said, especially at morning practice. Another person commented and it said, it's extra motivation for us to get through long practices. Another former player hit me up and he said, hey, it keeps the energy high. And then the last comment that I received was one that I think is especially insightful. So insightful that I wrote it down verbatim what he said. He goes, sometimes... I get to practice not really feeling it. Most of the time, music fixes that for me and by giving me an extra boost as that I need to get through practice and improve myself and improve my teammates. And so if I can be purposeful and 100% of my team who at least responded say they enjoy the music, I'm going to keep doing it. Absolutely. We did the same poll. I didn't get as much feedback um, as you, but it went 60% 
at uh, that music at practice is hype. Some music at practice was 30%, and no music at practice was 10%. That has to be our defensive coordinator. Uh, <laughs> he, he hates the music. Uh, and I know hate's a strong word, but he does not like it. Um, so my, my shout-out to listeners and coaches who are listening to this podcast if you don't do music at your practice and you're, you're wondering, do I need to do this? Is it advantageous? Is it going to help my program? Uh, I think it's going to create excitement in your program just from the point of view of having something different. But ask yourself this question, and it's simple. Are you coaching the way you wished you were coached back then? And if you're not, then change. Because I think that's so huge, even with teaching today. Are you teaching the way you were taught? Or are you teaching the way you wish you were taught? The same thing with coaching. Are you coaching the way you were co- uh, that you were coached, or are you coaching the way you wish you were coached? And if you can't answer, if you can answer that question with the second one of saying I I, I want to coach the way I wish I was coached, well then start a change, and it starts with simple little deals. And if music's one of them, then start the music. Couldn't agree more. Um, I use it in my classroom at the beginning of the year when I'm starting to build relationships with the kids because you know what leadership is like today in the classroom, on the field. It's all about the relationship with the kid or the relationship with other people in your organization. The first thing that I have them do is I get to know them that first week of school is write down one song, your favorite song, and put it on an index card and submit it to me. And then I make that class a playlist, and that's what we listen to on Feel Good Friday. I don't do that for all my classes, but I do that for what we call WIN, our WIN groups, which took the place of homeroom. So WIN is an acronym that stands for what I need. But it's so Feel Good Friday. One day a week, I play that 30-song playlist that, that I compiled throughout the year at the beginning of the year and just ask people to write down their favorite song. And it makes such a big difference because then I can use it as a systems of rewarding the culture. So when their behavior is good throughout the week, it's like, hey, feel good Friday, here you go, your playlist, up now. And when their behavior wanes, because that's what happens this time of year in a middle school, uh, I can say, look, you've been chatty, haven't done all the things that I expect, haven't met the expectations throughout the week, you owe a lot of work to your teachers, et cetera, et cetera. I say, you know, we're gonna, we, we aren't going to do music this week. Next week you'll have another chance to get it back. And I think that's really important because then all of a sudden you got the group of kids that are like, oh man, no, like we got to have music. So we got to be better next time, next time. And, um, it just drives the culture and the expectations that you're seeking. You know, the other thing is every one of us has a favorite song. So if you're a coach that is not about the music, that's fine. Start with your favorite songs. If you're a seventies rock kind of guy, then play seventies rock. If, if you're a West Coast rapper like I am, then, I mean, Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It, that just that gets everyone hype all the time. But in wrestling, our warm-up for years always is to the song of Simple Man. And that was the tradition before I even got here, before we even started to work on our culture. We still play Simple Man to this day every practice. JT, I, when you were saying all that stuff about your classroom, I play music. I'm not that intentional, but you're going to charge me to be more intentional with uh, my school classroom tomorrow when I go to health and I go to government. I'm going to ask them to submit that card and uh, 
see how it goes. And I only have nine in one particular class, so I might ask them to submit two. So we'll have 18 songs going uh, for that class. But going back and as we finish up with music at practice, when you look at it, baseball teams have done this forever with walkout songs. For sure. And that's that's the same concept that football coaches are bringing to the table with practice. No, it's not. We've no. talked about doing. We've talked about doing it with our wrestling team. Uh, we've talked about we we aren't there yet with our culture. But one of the things I want to do in my career here uh, as a wrestling coach is I want to get a big spotlight for the gym. So when we wrestle another school, lights are down, spotlights on, and then we have a stinger just like in baseball where you walk up to. I want to get to that level. Right. We're not there, but that's down the road. Right. But you hear about so many sports that do it. So we used to have a hockey team here that had a song, and when that song played, you knew they were coming out. Um, basketball teams, I, mean, I think of the Chicago Bulls, when they ran out. When you heard that music, yeah. you knew it was time for the starting five for the Chicago Bulls to, to come out and be announced. For so, sure. When, when I go to a Husker game, you know, Husker power starts on the east and the west. And it just banters back and forth, and the stadium is quiet for a good two, three minutes, and then the jumbotron goes black. And then when when you're right, when Sirius comes comes on, and you see the Huskers coming out of the tunnel walk, it's no different than um, Death Valley, you know, or uh, Virginia Tech. They come out to enter Sandman. Right. Right. It just creates uh, energy. It creates excitement it creates so much for your players um i think it's a must and i'm gonna go ahead and challenge our listeners if you're not doing music at practice do it for the summer workouts and see how it goes and see how it amps up your kids and then parlay that and if you're a head coach challenge your coaches to hey let's start a playlist at practice maybe just for pre-practice or maybe just during sprints or maybe let's just pump it up during team Find one aspect of your practice that you can utilize music to energize your practices. You know, I want to build off that, Coach Weaver. If you're one of these guys that is like, oh, I like the idea, but I haven't done it before and I don't have anything to go off of, hit me up. Uh, I'll send you my playlist. Like Nebraska, our first game of the year this year, season ticket holder. So our first game of the year this year was an absolute disaster. Weather delay, rain, sit in the stadium for about three hours, then they said we're going to postpone, they kick everybody out of the stadium, you go back to your tailgate for two hours, bring everybody back, rain, lightning, eventually they call it. But I'm sitting in my seat and waiting for the game to start, excited about the Scott Frost era, and I'm sitting there on my phone writing down the songs that are playing over the speakers. They were all about rain, whether it's Africa by Toto or... Thunderstruck by ACDC. I got a whole list now of, I call it my rain game playlist, and I'll use it at some point. JT, some people don't know where to start, so I'm with you. If you want more information on how to get it started or you need some music, hit us up at Culture Class 19 or follow us on our personal Twitters uh, that are on the Culture Classroom uh, podcast Twitter link. And hit us up, DM us, and uh, we'll shoot you some stuff of maybe how you can use music at your practice. We'll give you playlists, whether you're a, a football coach, a baseball coach, uh, a, a soccer coach, 
or you coach lacrosse and you want to pump music into your practices, let us know and uh, we'll get you hooked up. Thanks for joining us in the classroom today. And as we learned about how to make music part of your program, how to make it intentional, how to help it reinforce your culture and the core values and the things that you stand for in order to bring a more hype environment to the 21st century athlete and learner. Don't forget to hit us up on Twitter at CultureClass19. Let us know what songs you use as part of your practice playlist. Let us know if you want resources. Uh, I'll share any of the resources that I have or any of the playlists that I have put together. I'd be glad to share that with people. Hit us up. Let us know what your favorite songs are and how you intentionally bring the juice through music at practice.